takes the tackler into the end zone. He catches it in stride and scores. This is This Week in the Mountain West. And he walks into the end zone. Touchdown, Mountain West Conference champions. Hi, this is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West, and you are listening to This Week in the Mountain West. On the Mountain West Radio Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Week 12 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. I'm your host, Matt Neverett. Before we get to the bulk of the show, the Mountain West Conference made news this week, choosing the successor to founding commissioner Craig Thompson. It was announced last week by the Mountain West Board of Directors that Gloria Navarez had been selected as the second-ever commissioner in the history of the Mountain West. Since 2018, Navarez has served as the commissioner of the West Coast Conference, leading a transformation of the WCC and its member institutions in athletics, academics, diversity, inclusion, marketing, and branding. Navarez, a 25-year veteran of intercollegiate athletics, will officially assume her duties on January 1, 2023, following the retirement of longtime Mountain West Commissioner Craig Thompson. After a loaded Week 11 slate of action around the conference that included a full schedule with every team playing, let's take a look at the highlights and top performances from last week around the Mountain West Conference. On Friday night in Las Vegas, UNLV and Fresno State got the conference's weekly slate rolling from Allegiant Stadium. In a remarkably even matchup, the Bulldogs entered the locker room at halftime, trailing 16-14, but a big second-half performance from quarterback Jake Hayner, including a pair of touchdown passes in the final two quarters, pushed Fresno State ahead for good by 37 37 score when the dust had settled. It took a 65-yard catch and run for Jalen Moreno Cropper from Hayner to put the nail in the coffin. Paul Leffler had the call on Learfield. First and 10 from the Bulldog 35. Hayner winding up, looking for Cropper. Back got shoulder, got top, stays in bounds. Yeah. He's racing down the left sideline all the way to the end zone. 65-yard touchdown. Hayner to Moreno Cropper. The game also included a combined perfect performance on field goals from both kickers, including a 5-for-5 effort from UNLV place kicker Daniel Gutierrez, which set the Rebels' single-game field goal record and is also tied for the most kicks made of any kicker in the country this season. Gutierrez was named as the conference's special team player of the week for the second time in his career, and it was also the 11th time in Mountain West history that five field goals were made in the same game by the same kicker. The Saturday schedule in Week 11 kicked off on the campus of the Air Force Academy, and the Falcons wasted no time jumping ahead of New Mexico, leading 14-0 after a quarter, 28-3 after three, and 35-3 when all was said and done. Air Force utilized huge days on the ground from Brad Roberts, who rushed for 163 yards on 29 carries, and quarterback Hazeek Daniels, who ran for two scores, threw for another, and recorded his fourth 100-plus yard rushing game of his career at the academy. Hazeek Daniels calls his own number, first down at the 30, at the 20, they're not going to catch him! Touchdown! Air Force! Hazeek Daniels on a fourth and two goes 37 yards. That was Jim Arthur with the call on Daniels' second scoring run on the Air Force Sports Network from Learfield. In the 114th Border War game between Wyoming and Colorado State, both defenses came to play, but it was Wyoming signal caller Jaden Clemens that proved to be the difference, throwing and rushing for a score to give the Cowboys a hard-fought 14-13 victory over their rivals to the south. After the Rams ran the first Wyoming punt of the game back for a touchdown, Clemens punched in a 14-yard rushing score to end the half. And trailing 13-7 in the fourth, Clemens found Alex Brown in the end zone on a 32-yard touchdown toss to tie the game. And a John Hoyland extra point proved to be the difference in the one-point victory on the road for the Cowboys. Here's Reese Monaco with the call of the game-winning score on Learfield. Clemens drops straight to pass. Clemens looks to the end zone. He's got a man. It's caught! That's a Cowboy touchdown! Clemens! The 32-yard touchdown pass! 
pass. The Cowboys have tied it. From Snapdragon Stadium in Southern California, the Aztecs of San Diego State were able to score in every quarter and down in-state rival San Jose State 43-27 and move even with the Spartans for a tie in second place in the West Division. Trailing 14-7 after the first quarter, San Diego State erupted for a 17-point second and 14-point third quarter en route to their sixth win of the year. Aztec quarterback Jalen Maiden earned Mountain West Offensive Player of the Week honors for the first time by completing 17 of 22 passes for 268 yards and three touchdowns, while rushing for an additional 61 yards on the ground. The three touchdown passes tied a career high for Maiden, and his 66-yard strike to Tyrell Shavers in the second quarter gave the home team a lead they would never relinquish. With a three wide receiver set, Maiden pass, open man with a catch at the 40, down the sideline, gone, gone, 10 by touchdown. And the Aztecs, who were down 14 to nothing, not now. They've taken the lead in the ballgame. That was the legend Ted Leitner on San Diego Sports 760. For the fourth time in their last five games, Utah State emerged victorious in Week 11, moving to 5-5 five and five on the year after a win on the road against Hawaii. The Rainbow Warriors didn't make it easy in an eventual 41-34 Aggie win. Quarterback Braden Shager and the Hawaii offense scored 24 second-half points, including 17 in the fourth quarter. But it was the eventual Mountain West defensive player and freshman of the week winner, Ike Larson, who returned a fourth-quarter interception for a touchdown to put the game out of reach for the homestanding Rainbow Warriors. Shager has some pressure to the outside, intercepted, Ike Larson, 20, 15, 10, take it to the house, big fella, that is a Utah State score. Ike Larson puts his hands up in the air and calls ball game, Utah State with a huge pick six. That was Scott Gerrard on Learfield with the call. Ike Larson won his two weekly awards thanks to a pair of interceptions, two tackles for a loss, including a sack, and his six tackles overall were among the most of any game this season for the local Beehive State product. And finally, the Boise State Broncos traveled to Reno to take on Nevada while looking to remain perfect in Mountain West play, and it was a nearly perfect performance for the Broncos that delivered a 41-3 road victory. Addy Avalos' team recorded 528 yards of total offense, including 218 through the air from quarterback Taylor Green, who threw and rushed for a touchdown in the first quarter alone. And it was George Halani having a big day as well, running for 115 yards on 17 carries, punching in another pair of scores, including a 49-yard rumble that gave the Broncos a massive 21-0 lead in the second. Bob Beeler had the call on Learfield. And he'll hand the ball straight up the middle. Missed tackles by Nevada. Halani gets to the right side to the 40, to the 30 to the 20, cuts back towards the middle, to the 10, to the 5, he's into the end zone. What a run for George Halani. And we're excited now to be joined by Boise State head coach Andy Avalos. Coach, first off, thanks for joining us here on This Week in the Mountain West. It was a wire-to-wire victory last week for you guys. That's got to be one of the best feelings in football as you dominated over Nevada. Was there anything in the prior week's practice that led you to believe that it could be an inspired and potentially dominating performance against the Wolfpack? Well, it was really well was one of our best weeks of, of practice uh, throughout the whole season. Um, the guys had a ton of focus and energy. Um, and specifically, there were certain guys that had their, their best days of practice. Uh, and so, you know, it's, it's always, it's not cliche, but, you know, you're, you're going to play the way you prep and the way you train and the things you do in practice are going to carry over into the game. And just really proud of everybody. Um, the players, the staff, everybody involved for handling the conditions and having a little fun in the snow. Always great to get off to a hot start as well. Your quarterback, Taylor Green, took the game into his own hands early on. He had a passing touchdown and a rushing touchdown in the first quarter alone. What did you make of his effort overall? It was a pretty balanced offensive performance for your quarterback. 
Yeah, it was really balanced, you know, and, and again, I mean, he had his best week of practice uh, last week and, um, you know, even given the conditions when it was snowing and, you know, our coordinator, uh, Coach Cutter, felt confident in, in allowing him to uh, use the game plan that it involved uh, the throws down the field, even though it was snowing and coming down the way it was because of how he, he had prepared throughout the week. And um, we know, you know, everyone has seen how explosive he can be with his legs and the things that he can make happen. So, that is uh, that is a combination that we want to keep uh, growing, and you know the vertical attack pass game and his ability to to make plays with his legs. Yeah, the offense has been rolling this year. That last game was the sixth time this year that you guys have scored more than 30 points. It's the third time that you've scored 40 or more points, and you mentioned that downfield passing attack that's been so vital for your team this year, but it was a great day on the ground overall as well in the win over Nevada. You had three different players score rushing touchdowns, but it was George Halani who was the best among them, 115 yards on the ground, 17 rushes. Overall in the season, George has scored 13 times already, including 10 times on the ground. What are some of the factors that have played into his monster season to this point? Well, I'll, I'll say this. I mean, George is a fantastic talent and an even uh, a more uh, unbelievable person. I mean, he's such a humble, hard worker and just a, a great teammate and great person. And he's just he's got a skill set. I mean, at the running back position, uh, he can run between the tackles. He can run on the perimeter. He can do things out of the backfield as a wide receiver. Um, and he's going to block. I mean, he's a really, really good blocker all the way around. I mean, he is a complete uh, tailback, and uh, we're just we're just really happy uh, for his success and the success that has come along with it for the team. And, you know, what comes with those things is uh, the offensive line has been playing uh, really well, and we got to continue to grow in, in those areas so that George can do his deal. And from pretty specific to pretty broad, how have you been able to mitigate a super balanced run game overall this season, I guess when it comes to mixing in different personnel or different packages? Well, I would say, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of guys that deserve to play. Um, and being able to put guys in position to do things that are going to help the team that they do well, you know, is always a priority. Is You know, it's, it's about the players. How are we going to use our personnel? How are we going to build our confidence and mentality throughout the course of the week? Uh, to put a plan together that is going to be able to attack the things that we're seeing from our opponents. We're joined here on This Week in the Mountain West by Boise State head coach Andy Avalos. And coach, what a matchup coming up for your squad on the road this weekend in Laramie. First place in the Mountain Division hangs in the balance. And not that you've needed to give your guys any extra motivation to this point in the season with a perfect 6-0 and record in conference play thus far, but have you and your staff used that that 6-0 and record and that battle for top spot in the Mountain Division as motivation uh, this week, if, if you guys have used it at all? No, we haven't even spoke about that. I mean, the players know what it is. Um... We've spoken about the things that, that matter um, that are going to help us accomplish our goal, which is to be 1-0 and this week. And, um, you know, we're more goal-oriented in terms of achieving uh, the things we need to each and every day and keeping the players' focus and energy on those things. That is always our priority. Um, and, and the guys, uh, they've done a really good job thus far. Um, we had a great Tuesday practice and uh, looking forward to banking a Wednesday practice that we got to get prepared for here. But ultimately, it's handling things one step at a time, staying in your space and keeping your priorities right. And we're excited about the team chemistry and, and how the guys are handling the process. And when it comes to Mountain West Conference play this year, the Boise State Broncos have scored more points than anybody else, and they've allowed less than anyone. What did you learn early in the season in the non-conference part of the schedule that's translated to so much success when it's gotten to the part of the season that's actually mattered the most here in the back half of the season? Well, I mean, a big again, it comes down to personnel. A big part of football is just 
you know, getting a great feel for your personnel and the things that they do well. Um, we've obviously, you know, Taylor has stepped in and done an unbelievable job, and we've been able to um, build around the things that he does well. And a lot of other players have been able to, uh, you know, be able to shine too because Taylor is capable of doing multiple things well, whether it's in the passing game, whether it's running the ball. And so um, a lot of players have developed. A lot of players are playing their best football right now, which we're going to need our team to prepare the best they ever have uh, this week and play their best football because it's going to be a huge challenge. You know, Coach Bowl and, and his football program, they're very disciplined. They're very tough. Um, they're very consistent. And we've got to prepare to be our best. And lastly, Coach, you kind of talked about it there without divulging too much of what you and your staff are going to be looking for against the Cowboys. Give us a brief scouting report on a very tough-to-play Wyoming team this weekend. Yeah, I mean, again, um, not going too much into the X's and O's, but um, the mentality of their team is always one of the best in the conference. Year in, year out, um, again, they're extremely disciplined and consistent with what they do in all three phases of the game. Their defense does not give up very many points. Uh, they're very well coached. Their offense is physical at the line of scrimmage. Um, their tailbacks are, you know, one-cut downhill runners. They've, they've had a, a rushing attack that has been very successful. The quarterback is capable as well as, you know, being number in the run game and also being able to um, take vertical shots down the field. And the wide receivers that they have on the outside have shown to be able to win one-on-one -on -one matchups and make plays. Many thanks to Boise State head coach Andy Avalos as he looks to keep the Broncos in first place in the Mountain Division and undefeated in Mountain West play on the road this weekend in Laramie, Wyoming. Coach, best of luck and thanks again for joining us here on This Week in the Mountain West. Thank you, guys. Have a great week. Go Broncos. We'll be joined by Fresno State head coach Jeff Tedford next. This is Andy Avalos, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Timmy Chang, head coach of the University of Hawaii football team. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. After starting the season 1-4 and four with losses to Oregon State and Southern Cal included, the Fresno State Bulldogs have now rattled off five straight wins, including a 37-30 row decision at UNLV last week, and they control their own destiny atop the West Division. Because of that, we're super excited now to be joined on This Week in the Mountain West by Fresno State head coach Jeff Tedford. And coach, congrats on another victory last week in a hard-fought game just off the Las Vegas Strip. In a game that was pretty mirrored when you look at the box score for both teams, what was the number one most important factor in your eyes that led to an eventual victory? Well, I, I think um, the offense's ability to um, to score. Um, I don't know that we punted in the game, and so we controlled the ball. Um, but they played really, really well. UNLV played. They had a great plan on offense. Um, controlled the ball in the first half, really. I think the time of possession was 21 to 9. And so they did a really nice job. And then thought our defense made some some adjustments in the second half to slow down their run game, which allowed us to get off the field on defense and, and let our offense get back on the field. Yeah, you guys didn't punt at all. It was the first time that a Fresno State team had not punted since 2008. So bringing it from the past to present day, it was the third time this season last week that you've been able to mount a second-half comeback when trailing at halftime. What is a couple of things? What are a couple of things that you and your coaching staff do to make adjustments that's led to that level of success late when you guys have been trailing early? Well, I, you know, I, I think defensively mainly, um, you know, that we've made some adjustments on defense to be able to to find out really how they're trying to attack us in the first half and then make some adjustments there. And then offensively, you know, we 
the playbook's pretty deep and just to get to some more things in the second half. But, uh, you know, the efficiency in which our quarterback, Jay Kaner, is playing uh, always allows us to to be fairly explosive. And, and he does such a great job, and we have some weapons around that uh, have been making plays for him. Your team was 5-for-5 five five in the red zone in last week's victory. I know that's got to be a dream for any head coach to be a perfect 5-of-5 five five, uh, deep in the enemy territory like that. Is that a significant part of your practice plan week-to-week, week, that red zone offense? Or is that an area that the offense, led by Hayner, has just naturally excelled in without too much extra emphasis? No, no, no. We, we practice as hard. I don't think you can go think it's just going to happen in the red zone. You know, there's so many variables down there whether you're you're facing pressure or what type of coverages you're getting and you know what are the best runs to run what are the best throws and you know things like that so um, we spend a lot of time uh, on red zone offense and another big game for Jalen Moreno Cropper it's got to be so much fun from the sideline to watch a guy that has the potential for that yards after catch every single play he could turn any catch into a touchdown at any time yeah he's he's very fast if he can get him uh, the ball in his hands with him rolling um, and he can make people miss too, you know, so he made two huge plays last week, one on a shallow cross underneath and hit the sideline. And then Jake threw him a perfect pass on the sideline and the defender overplayed it and he caught it and went down the sideline. So always nice to have uh, the explosion with him uh, to be able to, to get the ball deep, whether you throw it deep over somebody's head or whether you throw it underneath and let them run with it. We're joined here on This Week in the Mountain West by Fresno State head coach Jeff Tedford. And, Coach, the most impressive part in my eyes of this five-game winning streak is that you've been able to do it with a pair of quarterbacks and taking those significant snaps. Now that Jake Hayner is back and playing exceptionally at darn near 100%, is there anything that you're looking for out of your veteran signal caller in the final two games of the regular season, including this upcoming weekend? Just to continue to do what, what uh, he's been doing. You know, he's very committed to what we do here. He's a great student of the game. He's very prepared going into games. And uh, and mainly just take what they give him, you know, not to force the ball, not to get too greedy, um, you know, because there's going to be times where the defense does a good job and, and we need to throw the ball away. And, you know, and if that's the case, that's the case, right? But it's uh, it's really just about, uh, putting everybody in a position to be successful. That's one of the quarterback's jobs, not just, not just himself, but whether it's uh, the protection, redirecting protection, whether it's getting the ball out of his hands, whether it's changing a route concept, whatever it may be, and, and do it, you know, in the constraints of the play clock and so on and so forth. You know, he's, uh, he's, a, he's an experienced veteran guy and understands what we're trying to get done. I think Coach, Coach Moore, offensive coordinator, does a great job with him of, of making sure he understands what we're trying to what we're trying to accomplish on each play and then Jake has a very good understanding of it and and you know is able to execute. Another road challenge this week as you go for the clean sweep of the Silver State on the road. First down in UNLV last week in Southern Nevada. Now you guys head to Northern Nevada to take on the Wolfpack in Reno. What specific types of adjustments will you be focusing on in practice this week whether it's on the offensive or the defensive side of the ball? Well, obviously two completely different environments um you know you you play in a indoor facility at, at UNLV so it's a controlled environment there and uh you never know what you're going to get at in Reno and so um you know we're going to have to deal with the elements there you know it's going to be cold and uh but thankfully we're having some cold weather here in the morning when we practice uh but you know it's just all about focus it's it's all about 
you know, whichever environment we go into, uh, it's all about the focus between the lines on, on what we need to get done. And, and each week provides different challenges, you know, different defensive schemes, different offenses. Their offense um, can be very explosive. And they were in a tight game with uh, San Jose State two weeks ago. And, uh, you know, so they have the ability to do some good things on offense. And so um, really it's about, you know, not turning the football over, trying to create some turnovers on defense and, and play really solid in the kicking game and hopefully win the field position battle. And lastly, Coach, without divulging too much of the game plan as far as the X's and O's go, give us your immediate scouting report on this Ken Wilson-led Nevada squad. Well, they play very hard. Um, you know, they have a running back who's, you know, I think he's got like 4,800 career yards there. It seems like he's been there forever, and he's a tough guy and very competitive. And I know it's going to be their senior day, and so there's always a lot of emotion that goes into senior day. Um Coach Wilson, you know, will have them ready to play, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, they play really hard on defense. They have a safety who has five interceptions. And, uh, you know, so they can pose a lot of problems. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to play our best in order to be successful. Fresno State head coach Jeff Tedford, thanks so much for taking the time to join us here on This Week in the Mountain West. And best of luck this weekend, the rest of the way out, and in your bowl game as you guys won your sixth game of the year last week. Thank you very much, and go dogs. We'll preview the entire Week 12 schedule around the Mountain West Conference when we return. This is Jeff Tedford, head coach of the Fresno State Bulldogs. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Marcus Arroyo, head coach of the UNLV Rebels. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Welcome back into the final segment of This Week in the Mountain West. Before we take a look at the entire Week 12 slate of action around the conference, wanted to take a quick check-in on the Mountain West standings with two weeks left to play. Boise State looks to clinch the Mountain Division title with a win this weekend at Wyoming. The Broncos entered Week 12 at 6-0 in the conference. Behind them, Wyoming checks in at 5-1, and Utah State behind the Cowboys at 4-2. Air Force, Colorado State, and New Mexico at this point have all been eliminated from winning the Mountain Division. The West, however, has been a three-horse race, especially to this point, with Fresno State currently leading with a 5-1 conference record. San Diego State and San Jose State, though, are right behind them, with each mounting a 4-2 record to this point. UNLV, Hawaii, and Nevada cannot win the West Division title, although UNLV is the only potentially bowl-eligible team out of that trio. Finishing things up here on This Week in the Mountain West with a look at the Week 12 schedule, the second to last week of the regular season. Time flying by in the 2022 campaign. The slate begins on Friday night in Albuquerque as New Mexico welcomes San Diego State. The Aztecs clinched bowl eligibility with their sixth win last week, but are tied with San Jose State for second in the West when it comes to division play. Both teams beginning the week Four and two in conference clashes and both looking up at first place Fresno State. Brady Hoke's team takes on the Lobos in a 7.45 Mountain Time kickoff televised nationally on FS1. Saturday around the Mountain West begins with the top game around the conference, a showdown for the Mountain Division lead in Laramie with Boise State putting their five-game winning streak against Wyoming on the line. Both teams enter 7-3 and three overall, but the Broncos are a perfect 6-0 and oh in conference play to Wyoming's 5-1 and one record. War Memorial Stadium plays host in a 5 p.m. Mountain start on CBS Sports 
Sports Network. The Ram Falcon Trophy is on the line in Colorado Springs this weekend as Jay Norvell takes the Colorado State Rams to the academy to take on Air Force. The Falcons are looking to claim their sixth straight win in the Centennial State Showdown, and the Rams will aim to tie Air Force in the Mountain Division if they can pull the upset on the road. 7 p.m. Mountain, 5 p.m. Pacific kickoff, televised on FS2. Immediately following Boise State and Wyoming, CBS Sports Network has the telecast between Fresno State and Nevada from Reno. That battle begins at 7.30 on the West Coast, and the Bulldogs are hoping to beat both Nevada-based teams in the Mountain West in back-to-back -back weeks after a win on the road against UNLV in Week 11. An important matchup between two teams duking it out in their respective divisions will feature San Jose State at Utah State, both of whom who are 4-2 in Mountain West play so far. 7.45 Mountain Time start in Logan, Utah, televised on FS1. And the final game of the day around the conference sees UNLV travel to Hawaii with the Rebels requiring a win in each of their final two games, including this week, to achieve bowl eligibility for the first time since 2013. They'll get it going at 6 p.m. Hawaii time with plenty of options to watch. Spectrum, the Team One Sports app, and the Silver State Sports and Entertainment Network locally in Las Vegas. And that'll just about wrap things up here on the Week 12 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. Be sure to follow the Mountain West Conference on all social media channels, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for all the latest news, scores, standings, and highlights from around the conference. Plus, you can always keep up with everything and get all of the latest contents from Jesse Kurtz and others at the Mountain West Network at themw.com. I'm your host, Matt Neverett, saying thank you so much for tuning in to the Week 12 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. Enjoy the slate of action around the Mountain West Conference. This is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West, We'll talk to you next week right here on This Week in the Mountain West.